dead than all hope, listeners. You're listening to Radio Grognard, the OSR podcast about stuff, with your host, Glenn Hallstrom. Hiya, folks. Old Man Grognard here. Hope you're having a good day. I am. Hope you're all doing well, too. And today is kind of a weird day. Had a good Thursday game, believe it or not. I mean, well, believe it. I mean, yeah, it was it was pretty good. We managed to down an ogre, and we're fighting a few ghouls and zombies and undid things like that. And oh boy, my my character still survives. I'm playing a Rattan Ranger. This is in the Mythgarther campaign. Rattans are basically it's his it's the Mythgarther version of Skaven, but you can play him as a player character. That's the thing. So I, I play it as a ranger. I've only got one attack, but seeing as I'm a rat man, I do have a bonus attack of a bite, which does a d4, but hey, that's the only other attack. I, you know, I'll, I'll take whatever bonuses I can get. <laughs> it was a lot of fun. Anyway, this is one of those days where I have too much and too little to talk about because I was just gifted with a bunch of things from Glen Seal at Monkey Blood Design, and I know I'm going to have to review them, but it's like I've also got a hype, one more Hyperborea module to review, but at the same time, I couldn't think of anything to talk about here because I, I saved that stuff for the review, but that's okay. And that's pretty much a shout-out to Glen Seal and the people at Monkey Blood design they do good stuff check them out the midterland stuff is top notch top shelf so i know what to talk about i am going to talk about those those pesky low level characters not really pesky but how to survive those low levels and we will talk about that after this all right so low levels i'm thinking of mainly things like squishy mages new clerics, things like that. Take the mage, for example. In most games, you cannot wear armor, although there are a couple of games that there are exceptions. Some games some games let you wear armor, like Tunnels and Trolls and, uh, I believe, Hyperborea, depending on the subclass you take. And some of them let you wear limited armor, like leather or something like that. But for the most part, you're AC 9 or 10. And you usually have a D4 for hit points. So if you're doing max hit points at first level, you get four hit points plus any con, con modifiers you have. They do con modifiers. So if you're lucky, you may get six hit points or seven. If you're lucky, you can't wear armor. You have you can't really use any weapons other than things like staffs or daggers or things like that or 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 thing yeah things like that i even say a sling you don't really don't have anything too much to speak of and you have one spell one spell now new clerics while they may get some armor they have it a little worse because they i think they're a d6 mostly for hit points for most systems but at the same time if you're playing like basic D or something like that you get no spells at first level 
which is a good thing that you have armor and stuff. So you're a bit, you're a bit, may have a bit of a leg up on a mage. But at the same time, how do you survive these characters? How did these characters? How does the party survive? Well, you know, you have your big buff fighters and things like that, and thieves that can do a little damage. But at the same time, the magic using characters are always going to be a bit of at a disadvantage. So you got to start thinking on your feet. If if you can at character creation and the and the GM allows it, try and get some kind of magical item out of him, like bracers of defense or something like that. Also, if you're do, I'm talking mostly about the mages. If you have that one spell, make it a good one because you got one spell. You can shoot it off once per day, and then that's it. So. I'm also thinking that ranged attacks would be good. If you have a sling, use it. You know, you can't do anything. I don't think you can do anything like crossbows or bows, but a sling or something like that could be your best friend. Also, your staff, if you have a staff, make sure you know how to use it. I always I always put down quarter staff. And I don't see any reason why a mage cannot learn quarterstaff since they have a staff already. Now, dagger is one of the one of the exceptions because I I know I know mages who have daggers, and it's like you got to have a dagger for whatever you do with the material components and things like that. So it's another weapon. Use it. As far as protection goes, look for cover, even if it's the fighter in front of you. I, as a mage, if I'm, if of course I'm going to be near the back. But I also know if we're going up against any encounters with critters that are any kind of smart, I will be, ta- I will probably be one of the first people targeted, which is why you need cover. If you've got, if you can hide behind a column or some boxes and crates, do it, do it. I, I don't know why. I haven't seen this very much. DMs forget about cover. And what I mean by that is, if I say I'm going behind this pillar and popping up and firing and then going back, which is some, a lot of systems you can do that. You can you can move, attack, then move. I, I don't know why the GMs aren't giving them extra armor class. I would. You know, or they're forgetting it. Even the player's forgetting. Oh, yeah, I'm undercover. I got, my AC's a little better, maybe by one or two, depending on what you're hiding behind. So there's cover. Even better, I mean, and let's go over the clerics for a minute. The clerics, they can have weapons, but they have to be blunt weapons, which usually means they have no ranged attacks. Well, I make an exception to that. I let my, I let my clerics, if they can, get blunt arrows. What I mean is instead of a point on it, it has like a weight on the end of it. And it may affect the balance a bit on the on the bow or the crossbow bolt, but I think if if the character's any kind of good, they can balance that out. Or I could just make them not as heavy, but I choose I, I let clerics have that with a bow or a crossbow and they're firing blunt objects because it's not I, I, I don't see any problem with that. That's what I'm saying. There's no reason why a cleric can't have a ranged weapon if it falls within his purview of his god. 
there are some gods out there that allow edged weapons. So, you know, go for it. But, you know, I would have him decked out in a, like a flail or a hammer and a bow and a bunch of those blunt arrows. Because those can do just as much damage as a, as a pointed object, if not more sometimes. Depending on how you roll, depending on the force behind it, things like that. And you get your, usually you get your dex bonus too to hit. So, and some games give you dex bonus to damage too. So, there's that. So, you got to get creative. There's no reason why squishy wizards and slightly vulnerable clerics can't survive to second, third, fourth, fifth level. When you start getting some traction, when you start finding, finding, finding protection. Also, usually clerics cannot lay on hands at first level or something like that, or they have very little lay on hands abilities per day, so they've got to use it judiciously. So I tell the group, I tell the cleric, hey, stock up on healing potions. That's the best thing you can do right there. Stock up on healing potions. Even better, if you have like a skill system in the game, if there's a healing skill, take it. Some character should take it. It doesn't even have to be a wizard or a cleric. The fighter can take it. The, the thief could take it. You know, if you, could, if you know how to, if, if a character knows how to bind wounds, they can at least stabilize somebody to keep, if they're down, to keep them from going further towards death. There is no reason. I would allow that. Just roll it. Okay, he is stabilized. Fine. If nothing else happens to him, you're cool. I mean, if you know, if he gets attacked again, well, it's all over again. So you even may be able to get him back to one hit point at that point. If it's one hit point, that means they're conscious. That means they can move out of the way. You can move them out of the way. Put them behind cover. So stock up on healing potions, learn a healing proficiency or something like that. If you don't use skills or proficiencies, if you have a secondary, if you use like secondary career type charts, I think there's something on there for like medical or, you know, some kind of thing. If not, I would add one. So that's how these characters survive. Think about that next time, new players. <laughs> All right, I got to start my day. So if you guys want to talk to me about this or anything else, oldmangrognard at gmail.com, or you can drop a voicemail and anchor. Don't forget, we are monetized. So if you, as little as 90, 99 cents a month, you can help support this program, and I would thank you. Thanks again to Jonathan Dorje, Wendell Jessen, Oliver Shriek, Gilbert Soares, Juan Carlos Llewellyn, Daniel Reynolds, Dan Gregg, Benjamin Brodell, Jason, and John Allen Large. Thank you, guys. Don't forget Dan Gregg's, uh, take a listen to Dan Gregg's Jung, Y-U-N-G, Jung Grognard podcast, Mark C. Wallring's The Yawning Albert podcast, Big John Allen Large's The Red Dice Diaries, and Mr. Eric Tinker's Tavern chat. So, until I see you folks next time, keep the dice warm and I'll talk to you later. Bye-bye. Questions? Comments? Send them to oldmangrognard at gmail.com. We'll see you next time when Radio Grognard is on the air. Mm-hmm.